In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink, with me all the way across the pond. Somebody breathing deep there, Mr. Felix. Not again. <laughs> the ghost finder general himself, the most haunted Richard Felix. Good evening and good afternoon to you. Are you really getting deep breathing? We were. Oh, listen, you, you accused me. Do you not remember a few weeks ago you actually accused, not yeah, accused we do. me, but, we, 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 but... You're our favorite scapegoat. Oh, well, of course, yeah, let's knock Richard. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you actually said something, about, I can't remember what it was, something about, because I think I was on Skype at the time, mm-hmm. and you said something about, you know, don't breathe so heavily or in, into the microphone. And I wasn't. It is, really? it is not, it is not me that is doing this. <laughs> oh my goodness me. Something's going on. Somebody's, um, somebody's listening. Somebody's, uh, someone's with us, Ronald. Aha. Uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> well, so, you never know, do you? But uh, that's the best way of, you know, as I've said to you so often, the best way of accounting for these things when you're on a paranormal show is, it must be paranormal. Evidently. So anyway, uh, what did you do this past weekend? What have I done this past weekend? I did a very, very interesting event uh, in a place called Gainsborough uh, in Lincolnshire, uh, uh, in England, um, at a, a place called the Old Nick, uh, which is a, was a, a police Nick. station. Yeah, the is Old that Nick. Like old Nickers? Old Nicholas? No, not Nick's, not Nickers, and not Nicholas the Devil. But the, it's um, that's how a lot of people used to refer to the police station as the Nick. Really? The old Nick. Yeah, yeah. And it was a police station from 1857, uh, which to us is not <laughs> is not that long ago. Um, and a, a guy, oh my goodness me, apparently reputedly committed suicide there in the cells. Uh, they had one or two murderers taken in there. Uh, and then it was also the magistrate's courts at the same time. And it's become a theatre. And it's really? called the Old Nick, yeah, it's called the Old Nick Theatre. And so, downstairs, you've still got the old, dark, dank prison cells. And upstairs, where the, where the magic, where the courtroom used to be, uh, since about 1980, there's, there's a, there's a theatre. So, it's one of these things, it's called the theatre in the round, where you sort of have people sitting all the way round and, 
okay. But the, okay. the, the amazing thing is, obviously it's haunted. Otherwise, well, I'm, I, I have been to places that haven't been haunted before. But, I mean, yes, it's haunted. But it's got, there's two sides to it. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you, you, you and the listeners know that, you know, nearly every theatre in the world is haunted. Because of the nature of the... Why? I don't understand that. Why would every theater in the world be haunted? Because it's, it's, the, it's the... I mean, every theater I, have, I know has got a ghost story. Uh, I don't know whether you've got the same sort of thing, but uh, basically because of the nature of the people there. Actors, thespians, as we call them, um, dedicated sort of people that, for, for whatever reason, emotion, the emotion not only from, from, from the actors, from the, from the, but also from the audience. Um, so many people have had such, I suppose, wonderful times there. Because you know how much of a believer I am is that pe- you know people haunt not only because of uh, they've had a horrible death or something like that, but also haunt places because they they were happy there and have chosen to either stay there or or revisit them. And, and so I, that, I, that must mean that every uh, house of ill repute must be haunted then. Because well, <laughs> there were a lot of happy people there. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, why not? I, I, no, I don't think it... Well, yeah, I mean, I was about to say, well, yes, but we get we get people that are regular visitors, but the same thing would apply with a house of ill repute, wouldn't it? Yes, that's um, right. Yeah, 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 I see where you're coming from. But no, I think it's not only that, it's the, act, the actors as well. It's the amount of their emotion and their energies that I think they put into into their performances that I believe that, that makes them often... Either them stay behind that their spirit or soul, or part of the, the sort of the residual energy that's that's used, if you like, during a play, during a performance. Um, I mean, I've done, I did lots of theatres on Most Haunted. I've done lots of theatres in, in my tour of Great Britain, you know, that I've done on DVDs. Right. Uh, and, and there's nearly a the, there's usually a theatre in every place that I've done that that's all got ghosts. Um, and and so this. Theatre, this old Nick Theatre, not only has it got performance there, but it's also got the other side, the, 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 the sinister side, if you like, as well, down below in the, uh, in the old cells. Interesting. Uh, very good place, excellent place. But the, I tell you what, here's a really funny part about it. We, we obviously did some paranormal investigations while we were there, but we actually didn't get one spirit that came through while we were doing the, the table tilting and all that sort of stuff, we only got relatives of the people around the table. Hmm. We didn't get a ghost from the building. You know what? I've heard more and more of that now. I wonder if, you know, they're they're realizing it and they're starting to uh, pop in now because they they can. I think, I honestly think, Ron, it's a little bit like leaving your phone number around. Mm, People will ring you. Yeah. You know, if you give your mobile phone number out, that you'll get a, all sorts of people will ring, and I'm, I'm sure that there's, there's a little bit like that when when you've got a group of five six people standing around a table uh, asking if there's a spirit or, or or someone that wants to communicate. Then I think you'll often. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure whether it's pass, passers by, whether it's spirits passing by, or but it's actually spirits and uh, relatives of 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 dead people. We had this amazing one from this lady who was a staunch Catholic. She'd come along to the event, uh, and her mother her mother came through. Uh, she wasn't really a believer, to be honest with you. She'd had it 
knocked out of her, if you know what I mean, when she was when she was at school, right, uh, right. you know, with, with the church and you know, no such things as ghosts and that sort of stuff. Um, and she was she was in tears. She was she was very emotionally charged by the whole thing. And and we said, you know, well, so what do you think? You know, is it, oh yeah, said, this is this is exactly this is my mother. She said to a T. Um, absolutely, it's, it's my mum, and she was, she was. But the amazing thing was, she she wouldn't she wouldn't ask her any questions. Uh, she said, "No, I, I know my mother too well. I, uh, she wouldn't she wouldn't she wouldn't want me to ask questions. She just wants she just wants me to know that she's okay." Uh, and it was fascinating, but we didn't get one spirit from the building. Interesting. So so how haunted it really was, I'm not sure. But I had a really good night, and I'm going to go. We go they've asked us to go back. They asked me to go back. Uh, in uh, uh, very close to Christmas, do another sort of investigation. But what I'm going to do as well, because it's a theatre, remember, I'm going to do a series of ghost stories for Christmas, <clears throat> which is quite interesting. And I'm going to do that. I'm, going to, I'm sort of planning on doing a, a, almost a tour in December around various parts of the UK. Because mm-hmm. um, you know me, I'm a bit of a storyteller. Um, and it's going to be called, you know, Richard Felix's Ghost Stories for Christmas with um, seasonal stuff, mulled wine, candles and um, Christmas fare as well for, with ghost stories around the fire. So it's got to be places that have got a nice blazing log fire. Uh, sounds quite good. All but right. Talking I of think, stories. I think I got you, well, before you do that, but I think I got you one up there, Mr. Felix. Oh, come we on, are, man. We are, this is, this is theater in Salem, Massachusetts. And they are designing a show around my tales, which will be Van Helsink in 4D. So not only will you get my stories, but you'll get special effects with them. Oh, boy. And will you be doing the stories? I will. Oh, well, how funny. Well, that'd be awesome, huh? Yeah, it's right. So hang on a minute. When you say 4D, what... what, uh, You you, you get to feel it, smell it, see it, all that. Ooh! Yes, you'll feel the ghost. You'll see the ghost. You'll hear the ghost. It'll be all there when I when I'm talking. You'll experience it. And this is in a theater. In a theater. In Salem. In Salem. Well, blow me down with a feather. How amazing uh, that sounds! Uh, yeah, I I would say, sir, that you've got one up on me there. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. We were trying to get it done for this year, but uh, time has not been able to, because we have to actually design some of the special effects to go with it. Of, of course. So That sounds kind of, really good. Yeah, I'm really how, excited how, about how, it. How, how big is the theater on? It holds about, uh, it's not that big. It holds about uh, 100 people. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not being funny, but to do stories, you don't, you don't want a too big a, a theater, because people no. will be too far away from you. Oh, no. um, well, especially since yeah, the audience that's... will be in the story. Yeah, really? Yeah. Hey. Oi, listen, I, I like the idea of that. I might pinch one or two of your ideas there. Oh, since <laughs> when you... When don't you? <laughs> well, this is what it's all about, isn't it? No, I it know, sounds really good. Sounds good. Um, and and when, a t- when a ticket's going on sale? Like I said, it'll be for next year, because we won't have time to get it out this year, so it'll be for fall next year. Ah, oh, so I will have one up on you, because I'm doing mine this year. Yeah, but mine will be... All right, fine. <laughs> You'll probably steal it by then. Well, I might come over and watch. No, uh, no, that's wrong. You'll have yeah, to come, come here over, first, come over. Know. That'll be great. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd lo- but now you don't need me. You've got Kieran O'Keefe. 
Uh, yeah, he's coming over here next week, actually, and we're nice. excited about that. Uh, you know, we, we got some ghost hunts we're going to be doing, some more dining with the dead, uh, which you did, which was fun. And now uh, we're I enjoy doing that? Yeah. cruise, which you did as well. So, I mean, yeah, it, it'll right. be the thing. We get some. Plus, he's doing some workshops too, paranormal CSI, and um, he's going to address my paranormal study group. So that'll be fun too. So. I'm really excited about it. And, I should uh, think so, yeah. yeah that's next you'll, week. And you'll you can have go a to, great time. Go to the website, any, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. The whole list is there. But anyways, I also did an investigation this past weekend. Oh, right. And it's interesting. Uh, Maureen's taking a little time off, and uh, so right. we don't have a, a medium with us. But oh, no. all of a sudden, the ghosts have attached themselves to me. They want, uh, you know, they want my help, and I think that's really, really bizarre. So I, I think that's strange, actually. How's this happened? Tell me. I'm very interested. Well, I'll throw it through different Because you're not a medium, are you, Ron? No, 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 no. I'm about as medium as a brick wall. Although, you know, yeah, I call myself a dumb psychic because I, I know things. But anyways... The, the, yeah. the interesting part about it, I mean, like I said, it was almost like there was a line of ghosts waiting in line, trying to, I mean, in a queue, trying to, to get talk and stuff, so forth. But anyways, at the end of the night, I ended up crashing over my friend's house up there, and I was sleeping on the uh, couch. And yeah. I saw this woman, or the silhouette of a woman, on the staircase, and she was trying to tell me something, and I couldn't understand what she was saying. And I had this dream all night long till uh, dawn. And I couldn't never understand what, what she said. And I don't know if it was a dream or what it wasn't because I would wake up and, and she would be there and then I would fall asleep. So I couldn't tell if it was a dream or wasn't or whatever. But I had this experience all night long. So anyways, after I left, I get a call from Clay, whose house I was staying on. And he says, you're not yes. going to believe this. We had the uh, uh, phone charging down where, where you were sleeping. And there's a whole pile of words recorded on it. No. Yeah. So well, on, on the answer phone. On the phone. Yeah. Wow. That so like maybe they maybe as an EVP or whatever, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's really really interesting that that the uh, they would attempt to uh, speak that now way. Now listen, listen. The, the, you know, I, I I need to now be the detective here. Now, I mean, number one, where where were you where were you investigating before it happened? Uh, we were investigating an old building uh, with the library. Right. Near the house, or...? Pardon me? Not, not near Clay's house, or...? Uh, about a mile and a half away. Okay. okay. And we also did a midnight, midnight run to the cemetery. Actually, it was like 2 in the morning, but uh, wow. to try to follow up some of the stuff. Yeah. And did anything happen... To you during the during the you know the investigation. Oh yeah, lots of stuff, uh, Richard. You know the glass swirling that we got uh, messages from uh, various methods that we used. Uh, yes. So. Uh, and then so th and then what time did you go back to to, to sleep? Yeah, uh, well, by the time I went to bed, it was like uh, quarter or three or something like that. Hmm. And then the um, messages they, they were there from the time I went to bed. Till dawn. Wow. And so, wow. And you, you, I mean, you, you, we all know the difference between being asleep and being awake, obviously. Right. Uh, you, you, but you, you don't you know. It's, were... one of, it's one of those things that, uh, um, you know, it's like a dream that some, you ever dream that you were awake sometimes and yeah. you're really dreaming? Yeah. So you can't really tell it's that, it's that twilight or whatever it is, but, 
I don't know. I mean, I definitely saw her all night long. She was definitely trying to tell me something. Uh, I don't know. And I would wake up, so I don't know if it was a dream or I was dream waking or, or what. But it was really, really interesting. But when you woke, when you yeah. when you believe you were awake, did you did yeah. you still see her? Yes. Uh, right. Oh yeah, she uh, didn't go anywhere. Uh, she, and, she, but she wasn't speaking to you uh, in the dream or while you were, you know, you, you didn't hear her voice. That's the thing, I did not, but I know she was trying to talk to me. I mean, there was Jeez. movement and there was like, I I don't know if she was speaking or trying to speak or whatever, but... Okay, got you. Now, is, I mean, Clay's house, is it haunted? That's what we're looking at. What I'm saying is, is it a ghost from the house, you see, or is it some someone that's contact, that's come through during I, the investigation of the night and has followed you back to his place? Oh, okay. I, I, think, I think it's that, um, that scenario that they did follow me. They, they really wanted help from me, and I wasn't yes. even giving it to them, so they continued. And cool. then Don, Don came and they disappeared. Yeah, and and have you heard the the words on the phone? I have not. I have not. He's supposed to transcribe them and email them to me, and I will look at it. Look at yeah, it. Actually, you I'm know. Not... You know what? I'm gonna. We ha on the second half of the show, we have a psychic uh, Barry John coming on. Oh really? Yeah. Hey. And so maybe we can ask him a little bit about this. Maybe he can shed some light on it because you I'm, know. I would hope he can. I mean, he's doing um, us all. He's doing us all his life. You know, he knows what he's doing. Uh, you know, I know. Like I said, I never consider myself a... Uh, well, no, n neither right. of us are. We're, we're, right. I mean, but of course, Ron, I think that's what makes us a slightly... What's the word I'm looking for? Unique, di not unique, different. Because we, do, we don't profess to, to be mediumistic, psychic, sensitive, or anything else. But the longer you, you dabble, I think, with, the, with what we're doing, the more, I would say, the more sensitive we get to the subject. Would you agree with that? Oh, I agree, hundred percent. I, I think but we're I, not psychic. Well, well, are we all? Psychic? I think we all are to a degree. I really do. And and you know, like I said, maybe Barry can tell us a little bit more about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. But, um, I, I really think that we are to a degree that that. In fact, that the more we do this, I think the yeah. more open we become. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I, I genuinely think you're right. But you see, I was in a I was in a house today. Um, that uh, a friend of mine um, has, has just bought. Um, it's very old. It's, it's called the Mansion House in, in, in a little town called Ashford. You know, what isn't five... old over there, Richard, you know? Sorry? What isn't old over there? Well, I am, and everything else is... <laughs> everything's, everything's old, sir. There you go. Anyway, it goes back to about 16, 1600, probably yep. earlier. Um, but uh, the man that invented the, dic the English Dictionary, uh, Dr. Samuel Johnson... Uh, he visited that house for 25 years. Uh, used to stay there. I uh, went into the bedroom today where he, where he used to sleep. Uh, and he was one of the world's first paranormal investigators. Now then, in, in the 1760s, he was called in to investigate uh, a famous, famous poltergeist case in London called the Cock Lane Poltergeist. In, in, in a, it was a, a street in London called Cock Lane, and there was this fascinating um, story of, of a poltergeist, and he was brought in as one of the investigators to try and find out what it was all about in 1760-odd. Um, and he was 
For the rest of his life, Dr. Johnson was fascinated by ghosts and the paranormal um, and actually made one of the, well, a phrase that, in fact, would you believe I finish my book with? Really? The very last, the very last, uh, whatever it is, not sentence, or the last phrase in my book, What is a Ghost?, which is still available, is it, he actually said, it is wonderful that 6,000 years have now elapsed since the creation of the world. <laughs> I'll read that again. It is wonderful that 6,000 years has now elapsed since the creation of the world. That's what they believe. And still, it is undecided whether or not there has ever been an instance of the spirit of any person appearing after death. All argument is against it, but all belief is for it. Hang on then. Mm. And that's, that was his thoughts, which is true, isn't it? You know, there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever, no proof whatsoever, and yet all of us, the whole world, want it, want to believe in it. Of course we do. Even, even the skeptic, even the person, oh, this is the biggest load of rubbish, I've never, no such things as ghosts. They all want to believe there is something. Mm -hmm. Because we all want to believe that we go on to something else afterwards. But what I was going to say was, I was in this house today, walking around, uh, went upstairs, three stories up to the, around the, the floors and upstairs, and there was a lady with us, and she said, do you, gosh, my goodness me, there's, do you sense something, there's something in this room here? And I said, I went, I walked in, and I said, what? So cool, can't you sense it? There's a spirit or something in here. And I said, really? Oh, well, I can't, you know, and I just don't sense a thing. You know, I just never do. Afraid, you know, I, I'm, as I've said to you before, psychic brick. Uh, but she, she wasn't, she wasn't a, she wasn't a spiritualist, she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't a psychic, she wasn't a medium, she was a lady, that, a friend of this guy's who's bought it, going around the house, and she, she swears blind that she, there was something in that room. Uh, really? And perhaps, perhaps, she, perhaps she was right. And why should she be? the problem, sorry? Why shouldn't she be? Oh, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know. She says there was. She said she sent something. So as you were saying, you know, we're all psychic to a degree. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm sure Barry will tell us more about that later. Um, but some of us will never, no, never realise it. Never know. And I don't think I ever will. I, I really don't. I think I'm, uh, I'm destined to be, um, you know, this unsensitive uh, paranormal investigator for the rest of my life. So, so, Richard, you're from the UK now. Now, who are the best psychics over there? Are they Irish, Scottish, Welsh, or uh, British? Oh, my goodness me. Um, well, I would say um, present company, um, who's coming on in a bit, obviously we'll discount Barry because obviously Barry's a mate of mine. And, and, but, I mean, I, I, I know a guy who um, lives in my town here in Derby, uh, and he's... He's Irish, and he's the seventh son of a seventh son. His name's Wayne Anthony Boylan, and he's of Irish extraction. And he is, to me, to me, the most genuine medium that I've ever met in my life. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. He, we we co-wrote uh, the first book that I ever did in, in 1995, uh, Ghosts of Derby Town. Uh, and... Um, I, I learnt, this was in the early days, this is 15 years ago, and remember I've only been doing this for like ghost hunting and, and ghost tours and things for, for 17 years, right. and I learnt 
an, a phenomenal amount of. Uh, I learned a lot of what I know from from Wayne, and um, he's the sort of guy that will. Um, it, this is pr- his profession, by the way. He he does readings, um, and he will. People will come into his place who've made an appointment for months, and he'll sit down and they'll pay him the money, however much it is. I can't tell him, not a clue. And he'll first thing he'll look at the person and he'll say, "Why have you come to see me?" And they'll say, "Because I'm I'm uh, I've come for real. no, you're not. You do, you don't need to see me. You're not ready to see me. Well, I, I've come to see you about my 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 child, my son, or someone who died in a car crash six months ago. Go away. Take your money back. You do not need to see me. Uh, you need to see a psychiatrist. Or you need to. Or, I mean, he's so. Oh God. I mean, he, he's very rude to people sometimes. Um, and he'll say to another person, right, your son's been dead for how long? Sick roll. I'm sorry, I can't see you for at least 18 months um, because I, I see the person as they were when they died uh, and I can't possibly cope with that. So have your money back. And, and he's this sort of guy. Um, but in the, in the, how long have I known him? Uh, 15, 20 years, something like that. In the whole time I've been with him, he has never, ever, the whole time we were writing the book together, never said a word to me about Richard, there's somebody standing with you now. Or, Richard, don't go home that way tonight because... You know, in other words, what I'm saying is he never, ever tried in any way to push his... his What's the word I'm looking for? Ability or anything? Or try in any way to prove to me that he was genuine or anything else. He, he never, in other words, he never, never mentioned his job, his profession as a medium. Um, and to me, I always, I always liken that to... To, to get you on the bus uh, and the doctor being there and the doctor comes along, sits next to you on the bus and says to you, oh, hello, oh, that's a very nasty boil on the side of your neck, isn't it? Um, hang on a minute, I've got my, scal- I've got my scalpel with me now. I'll, um, would you like me to... And, and say, look, listen, leave me alone. Don't, go away, don't talk to me about that. If I want to make an appointment to have my boil lanced, I'll, I'll make an appointment. And I find that very similar to when so, some mediums that I've met in the past start trying to tell me things because I don't want it. I, right. I don't want them to try and prove to me that they're real or not. Okay. And I've had well, a lot of that. I know we're coming up to the break now. And, and, um, oh, uh, lucky. That was quick. Which, yeah, I know. It just kind of flew through. But I'm dying to get the, you know, Barry on and, and you know, see what his take is on this whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, another, another interesting thing that we need to do is to get, you know, a really good psychic from uh, a medium from uh, Scotland, Ireland, Wales, in the UK, and bring them together and and go to different locations in each one of the see? particular places yes. and see yes. how how the readings vary between them. But not only that, but how the intensity of the readings is. Mm. I, I, I find that interesting. Maybe uh, Barry can shed a little light on that. I like break. it. I know we're coming up. We've got about a minute left, so I mean that, yeah, that's I like kind of that. interesting. Um, I you, you know, Richard, I, I just wanted to say you mentioned about one of the earliest ghost hunters, but um, my new book, Ghost Today, just came out on uh, Amazon, and I think it sold out already, actually. Um, but one of the stories in the book is one of the earliest ghost hunters, which goes all the way back to ancient Greece. Go on, and how this. This dream, the, the ghost came to him in a dream, and then he saw him in real life, and he actually followed him. The, the ghost hunter came in and followed this ghost and led him to uh, his skeleton. 
Good grief. I've heard that. I've heard that before. Really? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Hmm. That's fascinating. So your book's out? It is. Woo! Anyway, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Fields and Ron Kolick. And we'll be right back after the following messages on TojiNet. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Bear X family. Hello, I'm Dr. Kieran O'Keefe, and I'm standing on the battlements of a castle in Portsmouth, England. At the end of August, I'm going to be coming to Portsmouth in Massachusetts where I'll be doing various workshops, investigations, and even having dinner with the dead. So I'll see you then. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. And right now on TojiNet, excuse me, uh, Ghost Channel and Beyond. And right now we would like to bring on our guests because I'm dying to find out what he thinks are all this mumble-jumble we've been yakking about in the first half. <laughs> he is a psychic. He is a medium. He is an all-around great guy. Is Mr. Barry John. Hello, Ron. How are you? How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Barry, we want to thank you so much for, uh, you know, coming on. I know that this is kind of a last minute for you. I really do appreciate that. It's That's Richard's fine. fault, I mean, Barry. You're more than welcome. I mean, it was... It was my night off. I'm sure Richard knows what a night off's like occasionally. <laughs> Not that many. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm very good. How are you hiding in the shadows? Yeah, I'm terribly well. <clears throat> Extremely well, good. I am. That's good to hear. That's good now, to hear. Now, Brian, which, before I forget, and I usually do, is, is can you give us your website? Yeah, of course I will. My website is www.barryjohn.com. And that's Barry with an I-E, not a Y. Okay. And I, I know, did you hear any of, about this as we were talking about? First of all, yeah. there, there were several things. I've, I've, uh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, I've just, I've, I was just listening to the, the bit where Richard was on about readings and mediums and, um, you know, having to read it himself, et cetera, which I, I find fascinating. Mm. I really do because, um, you know, I, I missed the first 15 minutes of the show, but I managed to catch that bit. But, um it, it does, though, really. It, it does spook me out at times. You know, when people come up to me and want to give me a reading for no reason yeah. at all, um, and I do, I get very hesitant with it at times. It's like, what are they going to tell me? Why, why do they want to try and prove something to me when I do this? Mm. That's very true. But, I mean, obviously, it's even what's well, different for me because I, I don't do it. But I, that is quite <laughs> bizarre that, that mediums come up to you, Barry. And, and <laughs> But you know why? Yeah. You, we all know why. They're trying to prove themselves. And, and well, you yeah, know, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I have it, to say, folks, 
Sorry, Barry. I have to say, folks, that Barry John has never, ever tried to give me a reading either, uh, because it's just not something, it's not something that you go around waving around, is it, Barry? It's not, not at all. And do you know what? I mean, we've known each other now for what? It must be near, near on 10 years now, Richard. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and we do, we do know things about each other. You know, whenever we see each other, we have a good old chat, don't we? And, yes. and it yes. does, you know, I mean, Facebook, for instance, for us, we get people giving us readings on Facebook. And, mm. and you know, sometimes I feel like saying, what, what exactly are you trying to prove to us? You know, and, and I'm sorry, but, you know, there is a time, there is a place. Correct. And I, I totally, totally agree with what you said, Richard, about, you know, it, when it gets to this point of counselling somebody, you know what? We're not counsellors. We're not here to counsel, you know. Um, and it does. It brings you on to so many subjects because um, <clears throat> in terms of paranormal, you know, it does scare me nowadays, you know, and I know we've spoke about this before in terms of paranormal groups going into people's private houses. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know what Absolutely. circumstances they are, what conditions Hello. they are. And it, and it does, it spooks the living daylights out of me, you know, because you don't know what damage they're going to do. And I'm not talking paranormal and I'm not talking psychically. I'm talking psychologically here. That's mm. the difference you, with it, isn't it? You're so right. Because you see, I mean, you know this only too well, but there's so many of them, so many of them out there that don't understand the implications of of the danger of, of what they're actually doing because so much of what's going on probably in the house is, is in someone's mind anyway. You go in there and, and you see, the, you know this as well as me, Barry, that, that you know, everyone thinks that everything's dark, everything's, everything's scary, everything's demonic yeah. and everything else. And, and, and so, of course, when they come in to investigate, the first thing they do is tell these people that there's something demonic in the house uh, and it makes matters... Uh, worse than than if if you hadn't gone in there, it, it truly does, and and that's what scares me. You know, it's you know we we know, don't we? I mean, working on events, you know what? Yeah. When people talk about negativity, they talk about evil or dark side. What exactly are they yeah. linking into? Because you know what? I've never found that in in most of the locations I go to. You know, it's always genuine spirits. They were living people. You know, yes. they they've never crossed that dark path. You know, and. And I don't understand when people say to me they've got demons there and demonic people there. And it's like, I'm sorry, no, that doesn't work. Because why would uh -oh. they be there? Why would they be in that specific place? Yeah, exactly. But, but that's what it's, that's well, what it's always well, about. Well, 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 you know, there is a thing Come what, on. They call, what they call de demonic obsession. And that is when a evil spirit, negative spirit, whatever you guys want to call it, uh, actually stalk someone and will go to a location where they are. Mm -hmm. Which is true. It happens, doesn't it, Barry? Mm -hmm. Oh, it can happen, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, can, I do believe that negativity can attach itself to people. Yeah. But, you know, we always get it. And one of the talks I always do at the beginning with people is, you know, they'll always ask the question about bad spirit. And I always say, wait a minute, what do you refer to as a bad spirit? Are we talking about a confused soul? Are we talking about somebody who's committed murder, committed crime? Does that necessarily make them an evil person? Not in a lot of circumstances. It means that it's the person that's done something wrong in their life. And, and I always say on a basis, you know what, if we all put our hands up and said we've done something wrong, does that make us an evil person in our life or a bad person? No, it doesn't. It just means we've learned a very hard lesson in doing it, doesn't it? Yeah. 
You're very much. I mean, number of murder. You know, oh, he's a murderer. Oh my God. So he's an evil. Are you sure he's an evil person, or did he not just come home one night, find his wife in bed with another bloke, and <laughs> flipped? Yep. For those, and you know, yep. and, and 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 shot them both, or so, you know, and he regrets it for the rest of his life. But, yeah, but, but the, what about the true true guy, like the Jeffrey Dahmers and the Jack Absolutely. the yeah. and, and those guys? Yeah, yeah, evil, evil, well, well, evil. It is, yeah, you're crossing over into a different barrier, then, aren't you? Because those people have committed mass, mass murders, mass, mass crimes. Um, you know, and we could say that about anybody that's committed more than one crime, really, or what, more than one yes. murder. But when we're talking of somebody's relatives, you know, do you know what? I would hate somebody to turn around to me and say, I've got one of your relatives here, Barry. Oh, and they was an evil person. I'm sorry, you know, my relatives weren't like that. And I know yours weren't, Richard, you know, and, and probably no. this is why, you know, we, we look at it in a different context, because we've never experienced that side of, let's say, the evil bad banner, have we? No, never, never, never. And as I say, we've said this before on the show, but, you know, when did you last bump into an evil person um, walking down the street? Um, if ever, if ever, and perhaps occasionally. Uh, so the same thing applies with, with, with ghosts, for want of a better word. Yeah. Most of them, not all of them, most of them are okay. <laughs> very nice, thank you very much, just as they were when they were alive. But let me, let me ask it? you this. this is, it's kind of a, a neat question, I think. Do you think there are, let's put this, if you don't want to call them uh, demons or, or evil, or just say negative energy, do you, do you think there are negative beings out there, uh, whether they were human or non-human, that try to influence people? And for instance, why do people snap, for instance? Is it, is it there something that, you know, the little angel and devil on your shoulder type thing, where he's saying, you know, yeah, 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 you know, you get back at him, get back at him, do this. I mean, is that negative influence? Could that be doing that way? Go on, Barry. No, because I, 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 don't, see, I don't see it like that. Thanks, um, thanks Dave. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't see it like that. What I see, Ron, as I'm looking at this, is that, you know what, that's in somebody's mind, because I don't believe we have somebody behind us saying, you know what, go and get that person, do this to that person. It's got to be what's, what's inbred into somebody. And do you know what? If that's somebody wanting to constantly have a go at people or backstab people or whatever, I'm sorry, that's just the person. It's not a little voice there saying, go and do it, get on and do it. But, I mean, um, but, and I know it's been spoke about, about circumstances such as, you know, people with schizophrenia, for instance, right. that, you know, at the end of the day, they, people do turn around and say that they hear voices. Well, I, I hear voices, but do you know what? That voice doesn't turn around to me and say, go and get that person. Right, because what if, I mean, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, what if you, you look at it, they feed on a weakness, they feed on a thing. Barry, maybe they, you don't hear that negative voice because they know you're strong. They know they're, they're wasting their energy. But they know that there's a weak spot in this person, and they do it. I mean, you see spirits all the time. There are spirits everywhere. So why couldn't there be not necessarily demons or evil, but negative people, people who are nasty and say, yeah, get the bastard. You know what I'm saying? And, and that influence uh, is that person. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this is the way it happened. I'm just throwing this out there. I love that. I love that. I love the technical phrase you've just used there, Ron, for that. I've never heard that before. Um, oh. I think there are generally nasty people out there. Yeah, I think there's people there, there and you know what, need to learn a big lesson in the life or a big lesson in, in the pathway and actually say, I can't continue like this. But going back to what you just said a few minutes ago, do you know what? We all have good and bad days. You know, even I have good and bad days. You know what? Some days you feel like going out there and, and you know, banging your head against a wall or whatever it is. 
But you know what? I don't go out there some days thinking, I'm having a bad day today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot somebody or I'm going to murder somebody today. <laughs> that isn't how my mind works. My mind says, do you know what? I'm having a bad day. Okay. If anybody rings, I'll be very sociable. However, I do put myself into a, into a little bag or whatever you want to call it and say, do you know what? Today, I'm just going to be a bit antisocial today. That's how I'm feeling. But actually, actually, there is, I mean, that's absolutely right, I agree with you. But I mean, I suppose there are people out there that, that, that actually do have a bad day or whatever and actually do go and get a gun and, and go and take five people out, you know. Um, but I don't think it's a demon whispering in their ear that's making them do it, personally. It's just no, that. No, it's not. Not at all. It's, it's just an individual. Do you know what? I've had times before where, where you know, you've wanted to grab somebody's car and drive over the top of everybody else's just for the sake of it some days but you know what it's it's just life that's life life you know if life threw everything perfect at us i always say to people what would you learn from it you would learn nothing you know mm-hmm. you've got to be able to say the rough with the smooth do you know what if you want to start an argument then somebody else is going to finish it or you've got to be prepared to stand your ground during that argument um, and when we talk, it's, 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 it's always this phrasing for me where everybody gets so eaten up with evil or nastiness. And it's like, Correct. you know, we all have it inside us. You know what? We can all be, you know, use, let's use Ron's phrase. We can all be bastards when we want to be. But that doesn't make us a nasty person. That means that we stand our ground and we say, actually, this is my view of life. This is what's happening in my life. I will stand my ground. So true. I mean, to be honest with you, the 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 eve. This is my take on the whole damn thing. The yep. evil that comes up is basically it's Hollywood based. Uh, Edgar yeah. Allan Poe and 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 M R James and people, you know, ghostwriters, scary stories. We all love them. We want we want it to be scary. And I'm afraid the evil and, and and programs like Most Haunted and various other TV programs. You know, they they only want to give us the scary bits. The, and so, it, so that makes everything evil. Everything's bad. And I'm sorry, but it, it, I just don't think it's like that. <laughs> That's very true, Richard. You you look at Ouija boards. How many times oh, on TV do you see a Ouija board? Yeah. Do you see, when do you ever see it used in a positive way or in a in contacting relatives? And one of the things I always do when I'm on events is say to people, right, who's scared of a Ouija board? And you see all these hands go up, and you say, yep. okay, all right. But it's no different to what I do as a medium. You know, it's exactly the same. It's a tool of the trade. You know, if you want to come and use it, come and use it. And you know what? On every event that I do, we end up bringing some fantastic proof of life after death messages through for individuals from their loved ones via a Ouija board. And people go away and look at that and say, my God, I didn't realize that. That's right. That's right. And yet it was, I mean, there was a program, wasn't there a Hollywood show or Something that actually, you know, de- demonised the Ouija board in some way. I think. Yeah, the Exorcist. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's what's done it. You see, you see, I say to people, you know, I don't care whether you stand in a circle with your hands together, saying, "Is there anybody there?" Whether you sit, sit down and do some automatic writing with a piece of paper, say, "Is there anybody there?" Or put your fingers around a glass. It's the <clears> same <throat> as putting your fingers on, on a on a planchette with a load of letters A, B, C. Goodbye. Mm. Hello. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. And then what they say, opening dark doors, rubbish. I'm sorry, if you've got a dark door, don't do it. Yeah, do you know what? You can do, do the same effect being sat in your own home by just sitting there, exactly like you said, Richard, saying, is anybody there? 
and you've done it straight away. You've opened right, up exactly. what we call it. Anything we do, whether it's the EVPs or the Hack Shack or whatever. Uh, but we actually yeah. have a question from the uh, Tojinet chat room, and it basically, does our life in circum- life circumstances inform the type of spirits we attract? What do you think, Barry? Oh, God, yeah, too right. You know what, if, if, you're, if you're a depressed person or you've got a lot of rubbish going on in your life at the time, um, you know, you're going to attract spirits of a lower entity, let me say that, or a lower energy, let's refer to it that way, where, <clears throat> do you know what, what they'll do is they, they see this weak spot. And we mentioned this a few minutes ago, didn't we, saying that if people have a weak spot, spirit right. will come and jump on top of them. And they right. do. I agree with that. But, you know, there's got to be this acceptance there from an individual to say, OK, yeah, I want to talk to this, this nasty spirit or this person that I don't really want. And, and the other way to look at it, Ron, or for me, is why would somebody's loved ones in spirit allow any form of negativity to come through and actually connect with them and actually, lick, you know, linger on to them and say, right, we're staying with you. Loved ones wouldn't do that. I'm sorry. That is my opinion of it. Right. No, that makes actually great sense, uh, Barry. But l- let me ask you, I mean, <clears throat> we noticed that spirits, there seems to be stronger and in, in weaker ones. I mean, there are some where being a psychic, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, or a medium, uh, Barry, that they're more difficult to read, like the, the energy doesn't seem to be that strong, versus others that are almost screaming at you. Oh, God, yeah. But, but do you know what, Ron? Just because you get that, that I mean, I, I did a reading yesterday for somebody actually about that. Um, and, and I was saying to them, I've got your grandmother, but she won't talk. She's too hesitant. And at the end, the girl actually said, do you know what? She never spoke in her life. That's the sort of character she was. She always let her husband do the speaking for her. But, but that's what happens. You know, you get some spirits who, if they're very forceful when they're here as individuals, when they pass over into the spirit world, they will be forceful still. And if you get on the other hand, where you get somebody who wasn't very talkative, a bit of an insular person, kept away from situations, they will come back exactly the same. You know, that's the spirit link, isn't it? If we, it's like the example I always give to people, if I brought somebody's grandfather back from the spirit world and said, oh, he was a lovely man, really nice, really cared for his children. And inside the gun, well, actually, no, it wasn't. It was a miserable old man. You know, he never had anything to do with his kids. He couldn't stand them. You know, I've just changed the whole persona of that character in spirit. And that's why we say, do you know what, if they're miserable when they're here, they're miserable when they're there. If they're happy when they're here, they're happy when they're there. That's how it works. They stay exactly the same person. Because hmm. one of the things, apparently, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're, because you see, I'm a believer that we go back to some form of, some form of consciousness, bank of consciousness or something, that, that obviously that leaves us. But one of the things that doesn't, doesn't go and doesn't leave us, apparently, is our ego, which is our mm. personality. You know, Very so true. You just Very said, if you're true. an evil bastard when you're here, you'll be pretty evil <laughs> when you go over there. Yeah, you will be. You will be. And again, it goes back to this wording, doesn't it, of evil. What do we mean yeah. by evil? Do we mean that people such as, Hit- such as Hitler, Al Capone, yeah. are they evil characters? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you say. I don't. I don't, know have, I don't know whether you have to look at what happened behind their lives in terms of what they were trying to achieve, what they were trying to control, and say, well, actually, they were trying to do it something for the good, but it didn't work for them or it went wrong for them. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's one of them things that you do have to look at situations and say, well, what would you class that person as being? Um, and yeah. I'm the same as you, Richard. You know, I look at the word evil. And first of all, you start looking at films, but then you start going back and you say, you know, and again, it's something I always talk to people about. You start looking at religion. 
And you say, okay, okay, how do we control people? What we say to them is, if you go this way, that's a good doorway. And if you go that way, that's a bad doorway. So people yeah. start taking sides. And they, can't, they start saying, well, actually, I want to be a good person. So I'm going to go through the good doorway. And the bad doorway gets left alone. You know, we talk about heaven and hell or, you know, whichever way people want to refer to it as. But have we ever had any proof that hell exists? Never had nope. any proof that heaven exists? Right. Nope. Well, it all depends. I mean, we actually, you know what's interesting? You mentioned that. Be, I was talking to uh, Laura Worcester, who's one of our photographers for the group, but she's also, uh, you know, uh, a medium. She does reading, card readings, and all that stuff mm -hmm. and everything. And we were talking about different experiences. And, and there's one about how uh, perhaps all our lives happen at once, and every, every flock in our life is we took that route, in other words, so it's all there, and that's what a ghost is, basically. it's Sometimes it's just us being whatever. Anyways, but the, there was this book called Six Minutes in Heaven, which was on the bestseller for, I don't know, ever in the, in the United States, and it's about a guy who dies and actually goes to heaven and then comes back six minutes later when they resurrect him. Uh, so, hey, maybe that's choice of uh, heaven. Maybe that's saying, yeah, there is heaven. I mean, I've had my own experiences where I've been somewhere. Where I've been, I don't know, but was it heaven? So maybe heaven does exist. But then this is where people get confused when I start getting involved then, Ron, because I talk about a spirit world. And it's like, right, okay, so where does the spirit world fit within this? You know, where does it, is, is the spirit world in the middle between heaven and hell? Is the spirit world in above heaven or is it in heaven? And it gets very confusing for people. And this is where, you know, I, I always say, you know what, I'm not religious. I've, I accept everybody's beliefs. I love talking to people about their views of religion and their belief patterns because that's what makes us understand it. And I think a lot of the time us as individuals don't spend the time learning people's religion, understanding people's views. But, you know, when I talk to the spirit world, I just talk of a place where, you know what, everybody goes. You know, you know, the other week I did a reading for a young girl um, and the first thing she did when she came in, she burst into tears and I said to her, whatever is the matter? And she says, I went to see a medium and my father committed suicide and this medium told me my father would never, ever come through to me and communicate because he's gone to the dark side. And I actually said to her, OK, let's do your reading and let's see what happens. Do you know what? The first person I got was the girl's father who gave her names, gave her details, gave her his address. And all he wanted to do was say, do you know what, I'm here. And I think he said something like he was with his, mo with his mother and father and proceeded to give me information. And, you know, the girl went away from me really smiling because, you know what, somebody had actually made a difference to her life. That was the difference. That's fascinating. And, and you know That's what, really good. The interesting thing, too, uh, somebody actually made a comment in the, in the chat room, is that, uh, they believe that heaven in the spirit world is is all around us, and and we may we may be talking about the same thing, just different terminology. Barry, I mean, uh, heaven in the spirit yeah. world may be exactly the same thing. We just <laughs> not chosen to call yeah. one the other, or, or vice versa. Well, I think I think when we talk about heaven, we take the Bible's view, don't we? A lot of the time, and we assume that you know that there's God sat there on his big high chair, and somewhere around him is Jesus. And I think this is what we automatically assume. And I think, you know, when I start working, unless people get confused. Unless you're, you know, you're, you're Arab or something like that, then you're thinking of a different yeah. heaven. That's right. Yeah, very true. But do you know what? It's we a man-made word. We all have, but we all have a form of God then, don't we? We all have an individual that we talk to or we pray to. 
right. you know, it's always somebody who we put on a pedestal or, or, or is up there that we respect and we want to, um, we want to pray to. Um, and this is where I always say to people, do you know what? I, I accept that God is around us. You know, God as an energy is around us all. Loved ones are around us all the time. Um, you know, and I get a lot of, not a satisfaction, but I get a lot of comfort out of helping, helping people and be able to give them information that allows them to go away and say, you know what, that's made a difference to my life. I can now move on with my life. And I'm not talking about counseling. I'm talking about giving a message of life after death. You know, I'm very much on Richard's views. I was listening to him before I come on to the show about, um, you know, where we were saying you have to draw a fine line in between a medium and a counselor because we're not here to counsel. I, I remember a lady once coming to me for a reading um, <clears throat> and basically her husband was having an affair. And, and during the reading, I actually said to her, you don't need to see me. And she says, yes, I do. I need to know what's happening. I said, no, you don't need to see me. What you need to do is talk to your husband and say, what the hell is going on? You know, I said, that isn't a medium. That isn't anything to do with a medium. That's down to you to go away and look at it. Interesting. Now, Billy, I, you know, want, I, I know that we're running out of time here. And first of all, so let's, let's get to, you have any events coming up or anything like that? Oh, blimey, all sorts. I've had, I've had the maddest weekend in the world this weekend, Ron. I was at, um, where was I? I was at Morecambe Winter Gardens on Saturday. I was at Oxford Castle on, Sun, on Saturday. Uh, sorry, I was at Morecambe Winter Gardens on Friday, Oxford Castle on Saturday. I was at Kings Lynn on Sunday. You know, loads of events on the website. I mean, I'm at Old House Fort this weekend down in Essex. Um, but literally every weekend, we, we sometimes have two or one a weekend but I'm all over the place. But I mean, the, the biggest thing we've got going at the moment is we've just launched a new company called Most Haunted UK Tours. Um, we're coming over to um, America in the first two weeks in November to come and promote it at one of the scare fests over there in Kentucky. So we've oh, got wow. loads going on. You can, imagine, you can imagine it. Our diary is hectic, really is. But I love it. I love my diary like that. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. And if they want to check it, they can go to your website, which is www.barryjohn.com. Okay. That's it. Yeah, go to the website, drop us an email, get in touch. You know, we always try and help everybody we possibly can. Yeah, you know, I noticed that Brian Boyle was listening in the chat room, too, and I, you, know, you know who Brian is, right? Yeah, he's a great guy. Great yeah. guy. But I, I actually had this question that we, we, we were talking about a little bit about the sh beginning of the show, and and basically uh, I went on an investigation on uh, Saturday night, and uh, Maureen, who's who's our transmedium, uh, has taken some time off. So ever since that has happened, it seems like the spirits are, are, are lining up to try to communicate with me through various methods. And of course, not being a medium, it, it's difficult to always uh, figure out what they're saying. So uh, that night after the investigation, I, I went to bed and uh, I had the, I saw this woman standing on the stairs trying to talk to me and I could not understand what she was saying. And this occurred all night long. It was like I was waking up. She would be still there and vice versa. Of course, you don't know if you were dreaming or waking or whatever. But the gist of it was that during that time, uh, there was a lot of words recorded on an instrument that was being recharged in the same room I was and so we're actually trying to analyze it. So, I mean, me not being a spirit, would the spirits, knowing what I'm doing, still try to communicate with us? And um, do you think also that doing this, what we do for so many years, we also become a little more open? 
you know what? Everybody has an ability, Rob. I get asked this all the time. You know, everybody, <laughs> including Richard, we all we we are all signed. Oh, we no. all have a way. Of, <laughs> yeah, you do. We all have a way of linking into something. You know, we talk about situations such as mother's intuition. We talk about um, situations in terms of somebody having a gut feeling, don't we? And that doesn't mean you're a medium. It means you're a psychic. But when we start talking about mediumship, and, and I do agree with what you just said at the end there, by the way, about, you know, the more that we work with it, you know, do we think that we naturally just begin to open up? I think we do because, you know what, when we're on some of these events and when we're doing private events, you start tuning in automatically, you know, and spirit will keep nagging at anybody they can. And remembering that, even though you maybe don't think you're a medium, Ron, you still have this belief pattern that there is something there or that there is proof of life after death. Right. Um, <clears throat> and what we've got to look at is that spirit will continue to have a go at whoever they can to say, do you know what, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And it's not until the medium starts getting involved or a medium starts getting involved and saying, okay, I can hear you, let's have a conversation now. I mean, we use, I'll tell you one of the things we use on events, and they're absolutely brilliant. It's like, a, it's like a, um, a listening device, and it has a little microphone and a pair of headphones. Um, <clears throat> and you'd be amazed at how many people actually have a personal experience with them, because we've had people who've had their names called as we're doing calling out. They'll say, they're telling me this, or they're saying this to me. You know, a lot of the time you get the good old traditional one of get out the room, get out the room, you know, that yeah. sort of feeling. Um, but a great one the other week was we did an event at, at the old um, Bernardo oh. School down in London, it was. Um, <clears throat> and basically, there was a guy there who got the hearing device on. He was down in the cellar, suddenly took him off, threw him to the ground. And we went over and he said, you know, we said, why have you done that? He said, well, somebody's just called my nickname. Um, you know, and we said to him, well, you were here with your girlfriend. He says, yes, I am. But my girl girlfriend's on the third floor. He says, there is nobody down here that knows my nickname. And he, he proceeded then to just say, do you know what, I am not using them anymore. Now, that, to me, is something that really does prove something. You know, that's that good. really is a fright. And, and that's what we want. But that's what we still look for, Richard, isn't it? We still look yeah. for that information proof. for the public proof we want that makes them, go, yeah, makes them go away. Um, <clears throat> you know, and they, and they go home and they're, they're still thinking about it afterwards. And I love yeah. it when we get those emails the next day that say, Something happened, but I don't know what happened. That's yeah. what I love when public send yeah. me an email, because yeah. that means that, you know what, as, as, as mediums, as skeptics, as historians, as paranormal investigators, we've done our job right. That's given them something to think about. Very well, true. Well, you know what, Very guys? True. We've pretty much run out of time. Oh, dear. Barry, we would love uh, to have you back on again. I, I thank you once again for coming on so such short notice, and... Uh, uh, it's interesting to talk. I mean, we don't always agree, but that's the good thing. I mean, I, I, I like to hear from everybody and everybody's point of view. If we, if we just go down one narrow path where, you know, yeah. it's, it's the old saying, uh, you can't see unless you open your eyes. Exactly. That's exactly. True. But thanks again for inviting me. Thank you. So once again, that's uh, barryjohn.com, which is really easy. It's B-A-R-R-I-E-J-O-H-N.com. Richard, you know he has a .com and not a .uk or whatever? <laughs> yes, I know. He's, a, he's more international than me, you see. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I'm a uk -er. <laughs> Don't, nice don't talking wind to him you, up, Barry. Don't I'll wind him up. See soon, mate. Goodbye, Barry. Right. See you later. Yeah. Thanks. Well, that was pretty interesting. So, I mean, that we got some information. Good, 
Uh, Brian Boyle was actually, I wanted to talk to him because I, I need a more intake on this stuff, but we, we, we will definitely get him on the, on the show again. And we'll uh, time to wrap it up. So next All week, Kevin O'Keefe. Talk to you very soon. Have a good week. Good night and God bless. Remember me to Kieran O'Keefe. Bye-bye. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 